Today is Thursday, the Solemnity of Joseph, the Spouse of the Blessed Virgin Mary. I'd like to begin with a letter written by the German poet Rilke to a friend. I want to beg you as much as I can, dear sir, to be patient toward all that is unsolved in your heart and to try to love the questions themselves like locked rooms or like books that are written in a very foreign tongue. Do not now seek the answers which cannot be given you because you would not be able to live them. The point is to live everything, live the questions now. Perhaps you will then gradually, without noticing it, live along some distant day into the answer. I think Joseph lived the way this letter invites its recipient to live. His life became, I believe, one massive question, and he lived it faithfully. His life before contained, like all of our lives, many questions. But once he received that first strange message about Mary and her child, what he did above all else was to give himself to the question of his life. He lived that question. It would have been so easy to give pat answers to the questions that swarmed around him from that moment. What kind of woman is this? Whose is this child? Am I a fool for trusting her and my dreams? What does this life of mine amount to? His culture like ours support him with ready answers to all those questions and none of the ready answers would have revered the mystery into which he had been swept. As I reflect on Joseph, I like to think that he lived along some distant day into the answer. He trusted the mystery which he did not understand. He did not see the revelation of Jesus as Messiah, but he lived into the revelation of himself as God's faithful servant. Life held the same invitation for Jesus. Over a week ago, we celebrated Jesus being transfigured. How might Jesus have felt as he faced the ending of his ministry? I think he also was living a burning question of his life. God had called him to be patient, gentle, encouraging, like the suffering servant in the book of Isaiah. While Jesus had touched many people, his life was not a wild success. His disciples seldom understood. The people he preached to were fickle and the authorities of his religion were dead set against him. As I reflect on Jesus going up to pray, I can hear him asking God in his heart, is this really what you wanted? He hears, I think, a resounding yes in the transfiguration experience. Yet even that yes does not take away the question that he is walking into. Has the life of this grain of wheat been worthwhile? He lived along into the answer to that question, an answer we now know better than he could have known then. 
I'm Father Philip Dabney, a Redemptorist stationed in the Provincial House in Washington, D.C.